spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, I'm trying to pinch myself because one of my idols from my day is sitting right in front of me. It's the Soup Nazi from the Seinfeld episode back in 1995 when he said, No soup for you. I just can't hear that enough. (laughs) And amazingly enough, it was one episode Mm -hmm. right back in 95. So set the scene for us just a little bit. Because if if someone were under a rock back in that day, I've not seen a rerun. What what was the episode about? Well, it was about uh, this soup that was uh, supposed to be so good that you your knees buckle and you have to sit down when you taste it. But uh, there were rules that had to be obeyed if you wanted to get the soup. And uh, of course, as we know, Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer are the last people on earth to follow anybody's rules. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and comedy ensued. And you, uh, Larry Thomas, were the the soup man, and you had lines out the door. Your soup uh, was just infamous, and everybody had to have it, but they were scared of you because you were pretty militant about how it was served and how people... Uh, needed to order exactly and um, George and Jerry were kind of following the rules and then Elaine came up and and started screwing stuff up yeah she was the worst she was the worst and then you came up with the line no soup for you no soup for you but that but you know what's funny is is uh, it was written by a first-time writer on the show but he really he nailed the the characters so well like george's problem was he just couldn't shut up you know what i yeah. mean he got the soup he didn't get bread he couldn't shut up and then he got a soup taken away and as you said uh, elaine of course quite characterless characteristically just did everything, everything against wrong. the rules you know and <clears throat> uh, and then uh jerry gets up there and um ends up leaving his girlfriend because he had to weigh was it more important they were kissing and i said you're kissing on my line nobody kisses on my line and he had to weigh you know the girlfriend or the soup and he chose the right one he chose the soup okay so you have started a fantastic line of soup called the soup man and we have also with us the ceo of the soup man jamie carson and uh, you are kind of uh, the brains behind this. No offense, suit man. <laughs> um, but I am I am eating right now lobster bisque. Right. This is, is some of the most decadent, but not overly heavy soup I have ever had. And 
I said I could bathe in this. <laughs> right. So Al, the original soup man, is one of the foremost experts in the world in making soup. An artist truly irascible, as a lot of artists are. He made soup that New Yorkers waited in line in all kinds of weather for, and they still wait in line. We took that business, and we've now rolled it out into our supermarkets around the country with Kroger, and we're selling six varieties of soup in these Tetra cartons. These Tetra cartons are state-of-the-art, they're green, they're environmentally friendly, no preservatives, and most importantly, the product stays fresh in here. So it's like getting the soup right out of our store on 55th Street and 8th Avenue in New York City, right to the grocer shelf. So that's our business today. We have a lot of brains behind it, uh, other than me, and, um, and we are rolling. Well, as I said before we got started, I feel like that the soup that we had as children that tasted so great has gone so downhill, and every time I buy it, I bring it home, I heat it up, I'm extremely disappointed. Um, even my children won't eat it. And I feel like this, I ordered from a restaurant. I feel like this came in a porcelain bowl with a right. toast point right. on the side. <laughs> right. It's the difference between having soup that fills you up and having soup that is truly craveable. And our soup is craveable. You have it and you want more. Soup Man, what made you want to, to go from your Emmy-nominated character from Seinfeld and parlay that into a soup line? Well, I, or is that just I always organically knew. the next step? It, it, well, it is organically the next step. And I always knew that sooner or later I would represent some line of soup but it, i was really holding out for this one because this is the soup that the episode was written about <clears throat> so it makes perfect sense so this know? is al's soup yeah. this is al's soup <clears throat> right al gave this us the goods larry is the embodiment of al al larry is mr outside and al is mr inside mm. i'm sorry i hate to talk with my mouth full but i'm <laughs> just going to do it okay this is gumbo yeah chicken gumbo right okay newman on the show. This was Newman's favorite. Uh, his was the jambalaya. Jambalaya. Actually, which is also right okay. here. We're okay. going to leave you with a jambalaya. Oh. And folks, I'm going to be giving away some of um, the Soup Man soup uh, for listeners, so you'll be able to get your hands on that. Uh, we're going to be able to buy this in your local Kroger. Yes, Kroger's so and Publix. So what are the different, uh, the different lines? So we right. have the so currently what we have at, at uh, in our grocery is uh, we have crab corn chowder, chicken noodle, chicken gumbo, lobster bisque, oh jambalaya, gosh. and lentil. Now we just came out with a new uh, organic gluten-free lentil, uh, okay. which we're going to be shipping the end of this month. And uh, as we go forward throughout the year, we're going to have more and more varieties of our Tetra soups. So do you have, does Al still have his a soup stand in New York, or do you have a Yeah, a we, we, we have that. The company is part of our company, and uh, we use that store to test product in. We have about 50 varieties of soup in that store, including mulligatawny, which was a big thing on the show. Okay, what is mulligatawny? It's, it's an Indian curry soup, and it can be made many different ways, different people. Ours is uh, like a chicken stock-based it's got chicken in it. Um, it's got uh, lentils and it's got uh, pistachios 
and uh, mango and wow. apple and raisins. So if you like Indian food, uh-huh. it's it's a great you know uh, soup. And people, I've been watching the people that come up to the stand at 55th and, and eat it because everyone wants it because it was in the episode but people are going like wow this is really good so it's kind of a sweet and savory soup mm-hmm. right exactly right, right wow and something like like you've never tasted before it's, it's that's so nice. incredible well to be such a household name and and phrase are you surprised um, Larry, that no soup for you has become such an international phenomenon from one episode. Yeah, I am. I am the most surprised person of all, and year by year, I'm still constantly surprised that it spreads around more and more rather than dissipates. And uh, I, I, you know, have a few theories. I don't know exactly why, but I'm very grateful that uh, that I got to do something that that everybody has seen because in the 15 years I was acting before that you know people would come up to me and say what do you do and I'd be kind of afraid to say I was an actor because I knew the next question would be have I seen you in anything (laughs) and I would say no you haven't and they would go how do you know and I'd go because there were four people in the audience of the play I did last night and I memorized (laughs) their faces and you weren't one of them sorry (laughs) you weren't my family on the front row (laughs) you weren't there you weren't the couple that was making out and making more noise in the audience than we were on stage (laughs) that's great so yeah so coming from a long acting career uh, whatever has happened from that episode of Seinfeld is a great, great gift. Having that as a launch pad to this soup is is just tremendous because a lot of people are coming to the soup stand because of the popularity of you, Larry, and No Soup for You, and then trying this great soup. And of course, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be successful if it were not good. They would try their right. first cup. Right. They would go, ah, it's just the name. But it is, this is tremendous. I mean, it is tremendous. Yeah, come for the soup, man. Stay for the soup. You no, know, it's what's uh, funny is is that Larry uh, is at the store. Larry, you know, puts are you in really? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's not just the face behind the. No, box. Larry's really there, and it's Serving fun. It. And I'm, you know, I'm actually serving the soup and. You know, but the great thing is, I mean, we have people, regular customers, that just come every day of the week, every you know lunch they love day, the soup. yeah, or they, they have, want you to yell at yeah. them. <laughs> well, a little of both, but we have because we have a lot of varieties, but we feature about ten a day, and so they'll come each day for whatever wasn't there yesterday. So you have a soup of the day. Pretty much. We have like 10 soups of the day. So do you have a, a line and do you have a strict procedure of rules ordering? Are there. So rules, if anybody's the rules are there, there are rules act- are there, honestly. What makes people laugh is there actually are footprints in the sidewalk showing you like where to step and No arrows. way. Yeah, and so if you don't get your bread and 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 you want to pay or it's two dollars extra or if you're kissing in line or or people stand in front of the menu while they're waiting and we actually have to go could you step to the left please so it's like order pay leave that is just we wouldn't want it any other way it just wouldn't be authentic if it were anything different well this has been a wonderful experience i can't thank you enough and once again we can buy the the original Soup Man soups on the Kroger shelves. Yes, correct. And if people want more information about it, where would you like to send them? 
go to our website, originalsoupman.com. And uh, if you're in New York, come visit us. Okay, and where in New York is the soup stand? 55th and 8th, the corner of 55th and 8th Avenue. Great. Okay, Larry Thomas, the soup soup Nazi. Thank you. And uh, Jamie Carson, the CEO. Thank you both for joining us in the studio. And say it one more time for us. No soup for you. You're listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Hey, welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with our favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. And just when you think Ford Fry couldn't possibly Mm -hmm. come up with anything else up that sleeve, along comes a new restaurant called Beetle Cat. I know. I mean, I seriously think, don't you think he's a robot? Well, don't you think he's like a cyborg yes. restaurant mastermind or something? That brain of his. So, I mean, in just a few, you know, we're talking like three years, this guy comes out of nowhere. He's not like a top chef or a TV guy, and he's he launches JCT Kitchen, The Optimist, King and Duke. St. Cecilia, Marcel, Super Eagle. I mean, all these incredibly diverse concepts. And, you know, he just he just keeps them going. And he's kind of like, eh, I'm just along for the ride. But you can tell he's pretty – he's kind of got his eye on that chessboard a few moves ahead, yeah. doesn't he? So you and I just got to have lunch at this new place in Inman Park called Beetle Cat. It was so good. And a Beetle Cat, just for those who don't know, is a small sailboat. And it was supposed to be all along this spinoff of The Optimist. But that's completely – Inaccurate, Belinda, don't you think? I mean, Beetle Cat is this fascinating split-level personality. It is. On top, you've got this kind of New England-style fish Mm -hmm. camp, and then down below, you've got this 1970s basement motif. It's like the Brady Bunch. It is. It's really amazing. So you and I got to feast on, we tried their chowder poutine, those crispy waffle Mm -hmm. fries and cheddar cheese. We did these uh, mutant-sized onion rings. I've got a picture up on on your (laughs) website. You have to see these onion rings. And then we did Fisherman's Platter. They have these fried scallops and clams just so good and then of course we split that lobster roll yes which is on a hamburger bun instead of a traditional hot dog bun but it's just overflowing with uh lobster tail meat and then for dessert we tried that coconut pie which is probably i would say my favorite non-chocolate dessert in all of atlanta delicious so you know you go downstairs and it's got this you know this brady bunch motif like you said i kept waiting for isaac from the love boat to come oh, yeah. out with drinks but beetle cat it's in inman park it's at the intersection of elizabeth and north highland and it's a truly unique spot um great seafood great place for cocktails and it's just right there in that new epicenter of activity there in Emmon park that place is a must do yeah. on your list yeah yeah it's so much fun so, so where can we find you during the week check me out at my website bitesinsights.net follow me on all social media and of course you can see all these pictures i got up at belindaskelton.com you've got to see the pictures they're incredible okay you're listening to atlanta living only on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb depend on it this is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Would you believe it if I told you that fewer than half Americans got flu vaccinations last year, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention? Are you one of those? 
Well, we're going to make you say yes to the shot after this segment. We have Dr. Sandra Fryhofer. She's a board-certified doctor of internal medicine here in Atlanta, an adjunct associate professor of medicine at Emory University School here in Atlanta, and on staff at Piedmont Hospital. Dr. Fryhofer, a lot of people are scared to death of the flu shot for a myriad of reasons, but it's truly important to your health and well-being that you say yes to the shot. You're exactly right, Belinda. No one wants to get the flu. It's a miserable mix of symptoms, and some people have more serious complications like pneumonia. And if you have any medical conditions like asthma or lung problems, you're particularly at risk, and now is the perfect time to get vaccinated. It takes two weeks to build up antibodies, so get vaccinated now. Getting your flu vaccination is the best protection we have against flu. Well, there are many strains of flu every year, and so this year we have options in vaccinations. Exactly. Each year, the, the flu vaccination covers at least three strains of flu. Okay. This year, we also have a flu vaccination that covers four strains of flu. That's called the quadrivalent vaccination. And what, as you said, this year, we have lots of choices of different kinds of vaccines. Uh, we have the basic, old-fashioned, one-serum-fits-all flu shot, and that's injecting the muscle of your arm. And now, as I said, it has a new twist. You can get the one that covers three strains, the trivalent version, or the one that covers four strains, the quadrivalent version. There's also a high-dose shot, only for seniors 65 and older, which improves our immune response. So it's a stronger shot with a bigger dose of antigen, but understand as we get older, our immune system doesn't work as well, so this helps seniors get more protection. And a study in the New England Journal showed that it had actually protected seniors 24% more as compared to the regular trivalent shot. Um, there's also an intradermal version using a really skinny needle. It's only for adults through age 64, and this is called the intradermal version, and the serum goes under the skin rather than in the muscle. So it's good for people that might have needle phobia. Okay. And there's more. There's more. <laughs> I told you we had options. You ready for more? I'm ready for more. Okay. If you really, really hate needles, there's like actually <laughs> there's a needle free injection technology that's new for this year. It's called PharmaJet, and it actually delivers the vaccine as a fine stream with enough pressure to puncture the skin. So no needles whatsoever, but it's only for people age 18 to 64. Also, if you hate needles, you might be a candidate for the nasal spray vaccine if you're as long as you're healthy and age have, 2 to 49. I've seen a lot of those commercials on television and I don't understand how that would work. Well, you just squirt it up in your nose and the little virus replicates. It's a very weakened form of the virus. You cannot use this nasal flu vaccine if you're pregnant or if you have any medical conditions like asthma or anything else. However, if um, you're pregnant, you definitely need, do need to get vaccinated against the flu because pregnant women are at high risk of, of flu and flu complications. And getting that flu shot when you're pregnant also protects baby because some of those antibodies are passed on to baby and can protect baby during those first six months of life when it's too young to get vaccinated. Everyone six months and older needs flu vaccination every year. No excuses. Well, how do I know if I'm getting it at my doctor's office or at my local pharmacy? What particular vaccination I'm getting, whether it's the one that protects against the three different strains or four different strains of the virus? Well, you just ask. The bottom line, though, is any flu vaccination is better than no flu vaccination. Okay. But right now, if you want, it's early in the season, you can be a little persnickety and try to find the the one that you really, really want now that you know all these choices. But when it comes down, um, at the end of the day, you just want to get vaccinated. And it takes two weeks to build up antibodies. So do it now. Don't wait. 
Do it this weekend. Do it this afternoon. There's flu vaccination everywhere, everywhere. at your doctor's office, at the pharmacies, health departments. A lot of work. Um, we're, uh, a lot of people are, off, are able to get them at work. So really, lots of options. And I think I've even seen them at the airport. Oh, wow. <laughs> TSA. Uh, you take that. Well, not at TSA. <laughs> As you walk down to get on your flight. So tell me, is uh, for children that hate shots, would the would the flu nasal spray be the best option for kids? Oh, well, this year, the CDC has made uh, a recommendation, particularly for that the nasal spray, the flu mist. And uh, they say for children age 2 to through age 8, this is the best one. However, if, there, if there's no nasal flu vaccine available, it's better to go ahead and get vaccinated rather than wait until that vaccine comes in. Again, any vaccination is, ready, is better than no vaccination. Right. But, you know, I'm excited. This, this, these choices give us things to talk about, and i got to get people thinking about flu vaccination because it makes my job easier. I don't want my patients to get sick. I don't want those phone calls because it makes me feel bad when they feel bad. So this is totally selfish on my part. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally people, you know, they want to do uh, good things for their business so they can have more business. But you are trying to keep. I the- want to keep people healthy. And and I think right now with what we're going through as a country with this Ebola crisis and the, the stress that's putting yeah. on, on people that have any sort of fever, this is definitely the year you want to get your flu shot. Because if you're flying in an airplane and you get a fever. You want to you want to make sure that you've been protected against flu. You don't you don't want that to happen if you can help it. How can people tell, Dr. Frauhofer, the difference between if they have a cold, sinus infection, or the flu? Well, if you have cold-like symptoms at the same time every year, you ought to talk to your doctor. You may have some allergies. Okay. Um, but a lot of the symptoms are the same, and a, a lot of the treatments are the same. We do antihistamines to, to dry up the dripping, and, and we use decongestants to open you up. So they're very similar symptoms. Um, allergies will not give you a fever. Okay. If you have a fever, it's a cold or it could be flu. And so now we're getting into the season that we worry about flu a little bit more. Another thing, once we get into this flu season, if you've gotten the flu shot, it's not 100%, and you could get sick. And if you do, call your doctor, you may need to start antivirals, which can cut down the severity of your symptoms and and the number of days that you're sick. How do you feel about the -the over-the-counter medication that you can take at the beginning when they say you start to feel the symptoms? Um, One brand that's come to mind, Coldies, uh, for instance. Well, it is not a substitute for a flu shot. Okay. It is not going to keep you from getting the flu. The flu shot is our best bet for protection. It's not perfect, but it's the best thing we have to keep you from getting sick with flu. And having flu, it's a lot different than having a cold. I've had flu twice in my life. Once was when I was in college, had to take incompletes and on my final exams. You don't want that to happen. And the second time, um, I was an intern at Grady and, and got sick and missed a week of work. I have gotten a flu shot religiously every year since then. I am a believer. Flu shots help keep you healthy. You do not want to get the flu. It is not a vacation. You feel absolutely miserable. Everyone, go out and get vaccinated today. There's, and it, it's not expensive. And if you think about uh, all the expenses from time off from work and medications and what have you, you would gladly pay that $10, $25 out of your pocket over and over to yes. not have the flu. Most insurance companies do cover the, the flu vaccination, and it is covered for all patients that are on Medicare. So cost is not an issue. Now, now what can I, if I got the flu shot, what else can I do during my day to uh, prevent, as best I can, from getting sick? Wash your hands. 
have hand gel, good old soap and water, and be careful about touching your eyes, your nose, your mouth, because that's how you pass infection to yourself. And these cold and flu germs are everywhere, so they're on doorknobs, they're on surfaces. How long do they live outside? Say, if if I happen to sneeze on this pen and then I hand it to you. You're going to make me sick. (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) But I've had my flu shot. (laughs) Well, but the the flu shot doesn't keep you from getting a cold. This is true. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're totally different things. Even if you get your flu shot, you can still get a cold. So that's why you also need to wash your hands and be careful about touching your eyes, nose, and mouth and passing germs to yourself and others. And, and you're supposed to sneeze into your sleeve. Okay. No, sneeze into your hand and then shake your hand. And you heard the little thing about doing a fist um, bump instead of a handshake. Oh, really? I actually like the elbow bump. I like more. the elbow bump as well. <laughs> so tell me... Um, we want people to say yes to the shot, but they complain that, oh, I, you know, my arm feels so sore and I feel kind of crappy that night. That is nothing that can compare to what you'll feel like if you get the flu. And if you respond to the flu vaccine that way, imagine what it would be like if you got the full-blown flu. So it's just a little sore arm. It'll go away in a day. Take an Advil or, or ibuprofen or something. Um, you'll be fine. But if you don't get the flu shot and you get the flu, you might not be. Now, I'm fascinated with how they make the vaccine. Can you kind of give us the layman's terms for the way this vaccine is created? Well, what they do, they um, for the flu shot, there's an inactivated shot, and they actually grow the virus in, in chicken eggs, and then the virus is killed, and then they make the vaccine. And there's a, there's some new culture, there's some new ways of making vac- vaccine now, which is really great, because we used to depend on these the viruses having to grow in the eggs, which could take months, mm-hmm. and if they didn't grow well, that's why we had those shortages in the past. So now we have some new technology. One is called cell culture technology that can make vaccine a little faster. There is a product on the market um, that's made that way for this year. And there's also uh, a new recombinant vaccine that's totally egg-free. And the great thing about this is since it doesn't have any eggs in it whatsoever, if you are allergic to eggs, you can get vaccinated as long as you're within the age range that's that's recommended, which is 18 to 49. Okay. We have a list of flu myths that I know that you have all spoken off your lips before and said it to be true, but we're going to dispel these myths when we come back. We're speaking with Dr. Sandra Fraihofer. She is a board-certified internist here in Atlanta, and you are on the board of... Uh, I'm the American College of Physicians liaison to the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, so I know my shots. That is a long title. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the myths about the flu. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we are talking about the flu shot, the flu vaccination, and why everybody needs to get it. Dr. Sandra Fryhover here in the Atlanta area, board certified um, doctor of internal medicine here in Atlanta. And we're talking about how important it is to get your flu shot. But there are many myths out there, and I want you to dispel some of those. So you want a flu shot, true or false? True, true or false, okay. give it to me. All right, well, the I think the myth I hear most is that flu shots can give you the flu. That's what I thought. A, a mild case. The flu. 
whether it's mild or more serious. Right. And that is impossible because the serum is made from killed virus. Now, your arm, it may be sore for a day or two. Feels like you got frogged. Yes, exactly. And the nasal spray vaccine is made from live but weakened virus, so it can give you some brief cold-like symptoms, but nothing to match the misery of flu. And now, understand you might get a cold during the two weeks it takes to build up protective antibodies or even flu if you're exposed, but it's not from the vaccine. Okay, you didn't so get the flu from the vaccine. You do not get the flu. Flu shots cannot give you the flu. Okay. Myth dispelled. That, you know, I've, I've always said that. Well, what about the people that say, like Neil Bortz, <laughs> I can't get the flu shot because I'm allergic to eggs? Well, that um, that is true for some people. It's not totally true now. Now, anybody with a mild egg allergy that's hives only can get the shot with a few extra precautions. They have to sit a little mm-hmm. longer in the doctor's office. And there's a new vaccine called Flu Block that's totally egg free uh, and it can be given to only for to adults age 18 to 49 so if you have egg allergy of any severity and you're 18 to 49 you can get the flu block so this is exciting year for flu vaccination for patients with egg allergy what about those really healthy people that say i'm extremely healthy i don't get sick i don't get the flu shot wrong everyone six months and older needs flu vaccination every year no excuses okay well And what about the people who say, well, I got the flu vaccination and I got the flu anyway? Well, that's sort of half true. A flu vaccine is not 100% effective. It depends upon how good the matches between the flu strains covered in the vaccine and those that circulate. And how well you respond to the vaccine also depends on the health of your immune system. Now, anyone with a weakened immune system does not respond as well. But on average, flu vaccine is around 56% effective, so half true. But it's our best bet for, for keeping you from getting flu, so you need to go ahead and do it. Dr. Sandra Fryhofer, thank you so much for joining us, and we're going to have you back about more health issues thank later you. to come. I'd love to. Folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.